0: On time, ped tie, baby. On time, claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to nineteen, twenty twenty three. Current Uber One numbers not eligible. Subscription will order renew at 999 each month. Starting three months from initial enrollment. Uber.com Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum apply.
1: Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube. And your favorite podcasts. Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything
0: Leicester City. Tune in and join in now.
1: And now, here's your host. All right, Chris. All right there. Now, no, I can't do the accent, but it's, what is it, day 13 of the transfer window? Uh, day 13 of the Big Brother House, and we haven't done a transfer yet. Are you worried? Should we be worried? Are we doing business in the uh, quietly for a change? Let us know your thoughts on the transfer window. This is the six o'clock back page, so. Indeed. Good evening. Thank you for joining us um, on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube. Please, if you're watching on there, if you haven't already, give us a subscribe. And uh, if you are listening on your favourite podcast platform, uh, again, it's Leicester Till I Die. Please, uh, well, thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Uh, We really do appreciate it. I'm just distracted because you've got to love Sky. You've got a sense of humour here. Uh, Breaking news. Emma Raducanu is out of Wimbledon. I mean, why is that news? We always knew it was going to happen. I mean, come on, what what do we expect? You know, she's a Brit at Wimbledon. Am I being unfair? <laughs> can I just say, please um, support the, the support the companies that support the channel. There's a few of them down below. We'll play a little jingle later with them all on. But you can save money on oh, you can save money on merchandise. You can save money on. Outros and intro videos, and you can save money on your gaming uh, accessories, controllers, leads, buttons, etc. So, that uh, we'll come on to that later. But first of all, Leicester's lack of transfer activity. How worrying is it? Should we be worried Uh, or should we not be worried? To worry or not to worry? That is the question. (laughs) Doug, good evening sir, how the devil are you? Way too much pressure on Emma Ronicardo right now, I feel for her That's the British press for you, Doug And you shouldn't be feeling for her, you're getting married this weekend (laughs) Whoops, sorry, couldn't resist it Anyway, good luck mate, you got your rehearsal um, Is it tomorrow? Tomorrow your wedding rehearsal? Um, No, tonight Tonight is your wedding rehearsal. What are you doing on this show, young man? Get down the church quickly before she changes her mind. Um, But, yeah, transfer windows and Leicester City. What is going on at the King Power Stadium? Um, I've just been reading that apparently the good news is, if it is good news, um, that our new transfer gurus coming in from uh, Southampton – Um, And I can't remember the guy's name, so I I apologise in that. Oh, here we go. Um, Martin Glover. I used to to live opposite Len Glover, you know, the old Leicester City winger. Anyway, I digress, as I always do. Um, Leicester City may have been given a boost before the end of summer transfer window with the arrival of Martin Glover as head of recruitment. City have been, out, have been without anyone in the position since the departure of Lee Congleton back in March. The former City man left back in March, joining Serie A side Atlanta after three years with the club. Wasn't, wasn't Lee Congleton at Southampton? <laughs> I have a feeling he was. His departure led to City searching for a new head of recruitment with Southampton Martin Glover, quickly identified as the man to take the role. Uh, It did, though, seem that the club would have to wait until the end of the season window to complete the appointment of the Saints. Well, apparently the Saints, uh, well, the Saints, Southampton, are interested in um, uh, a guy from Manchester City. Don't know who that is, but they're they're after somebody from Manchester City. Yeah, Manchester City to Southampton. Hmm. And if they get him early, they'll obviously let let this Martin Glover go. I hadn't. I'm not sure. I mean, Martin Glover is. It, did he have anything to do with Southampton signing Bertrand and Vestergaard and then letting them go to us? <laughs> Maybe sh- keep away from the club, Martin. But um, at least, at least. well, the rumours are, obviously, that um, Brendan is being uh, held back from doing or making decisions. ...on who we would like to look for, and we're going to him with decisions, they but like, these are the guys who you fancy. Uh, so, fingers crossed, that is going to go ahead. Um, but yeah, so it looks like we could, well, they call it a, a transfer window boost on the <laughs> on the Tinternet, but I don't know if that's a boost or not. Uh, Ryan, good evening, sir, how are you? Welcome along to the channel. Look forward to uh, having you on, uh, on the show next Friday, not this coming Friday, next Friday, Ryan's joining us on the Banter Show... Doug, um, it's at seven, so he's getting picked up. Don't be late. It's the bride's – it's Rebecca's prerogative to be late, not yours. James, good evening, sir. I am well. How the devil are you? Um, (laughs) You're not – well, I mean, what are your transfers like at Everton? I say at at Leicester, I am seriously getting worried. I mean, I've got Sky Sports on here. I check the Sky Sports uh, transfer um, page every day. Don't know why. Don't know why, um, <laughs> really. But apparently, right. Uh, and Ryan's just said uh, he's not bad. Um, what areas of your squad would you like to see improve the most? Well, I think well, I think we know we've got to get a defender in. We've got to get a. I would like possibly another striker. Definitely another right winger. And um, <sighs> depends. You see if Tillamans goes. Because if he goes, we'll need somebody, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Turf Morehouse, good uh, good evening, Mr. Morehouse. How the devil are you? Um, hope you are well. Good luck. Looking, you've got a show coming up at 7. You've made a sign in. Yes. Um, I never thought I'd say this. I'm, I'm a jealous of Burnley. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer, good evening. How are you? And Miss Molina, hello. Welcome along. Hope you are well and doing all right. Um. Fingers crossed for you. So let's talk Tillemans. As Miss Molina's just come in and she is an Arsenal fan. Um. I mean, I've i got to be honest with you. It, Tillemans going to Arsenal. I mean, he, he said that he wanted... Champions League football, and I get that, I totally understand that. And in fairness to Arsenal, they're not in the Champions League football, but look at the way they are moving. And I know a lot of Arsenal fans are always Arteta, but you've made some good signs. And if you get Jesus, bloody hell, what a signing he would be! What a signing, um, and you. <laughs> I'm just i'm in mean, impressed i have been impressed with arsenal's um transfer window but you've only signed a midfielder and forgive me if i can't remember who that is but i don't support arsenal um so whether you are still after tillemans or not um half the papers we read are saying that he's it's called with arsenal half of the papers are saying he might be going to uh, man united and west ham okay guys so let's let's take this seriously i can kind of look at Arsenal, I mean, yes, these clubs, they do have a certain amount of bullying, pulling power because of the names. Let's be honest, you know, we can't deny that. You know, Leicester City or Man United, who would normally have the biggest pulling power? We know. But look at the shit that. Um <laughs> Vastim, good evening. Thank you very much. No new news, mate. We're just got going over rumors and what have you. So no new news, I am afraid. But thank you for popping in. Uh if you haven't subscribed, I think you have, if you haven't, um uh please do. Uh yeah, Spencer, exactly. I I I get Arsenal because he could be looking at Arsenal and saying, Okay, they're building a young team around us. Uh, you know, uh Arteta's building a young team. Uh, they got into the Europa League this season. If they get better next season, where could it be? So I kind of get it if he went to Arsenal. I really do. Um, Manchester United, again, you know, you got to say it's Manchester United. But look at the shit they are in. I mean, you know, there's, there's always the joke in there's a manager. You, go you, you want to be the manager that follows the manager that, that won everything. But to be honest with you, I sounded like Anthony Herbert then, didn't I? To be honest with you, (laughs) I would look at Man United's move and go, actually, next season, let's have a look at how you've sorted it out, first of all. Because I wouldn't say that that is a project that's going to turn around very quickly. Arsenal could be. I don't think Man United will. So if it was Man United, whilst I get, he, he could have his head turned because of the name and because of potential. Um, but I don't think they could do necessarily any better than us next season. But, as Spencer says here, why the hell would you go to West Ham? Now, nothing against West Ham. Seriously, nothing against West Ham. I actually quite like West Ham. Um, I don't, realize they don't have any, you know, I wanted them to sort of get into that top four when it was obvious we weren't going to this, se- this season, but or last season as now is. But I don't know why you'd go to West Ham. One place above us, four points above us this season. And look at the season we had. Um, yes, they're in Europe, but it's the Conference League. Is that really what Yuri wants, the Conference League? You know, good evening, Static, how are you? I and mean, If he goes to Arsenal, he'll get Europa. If he goes to Man United, he would get Europa. So why go to West Ham? I don't get it. But then in uh, transfer rumours online at sillyseason.net, we have Leicester could now offer a new contract to 49.5 million pound star at the King Power. Uh, and it says here, Leicester City might be prepared to offer Yuri Tillemans a new contract with the same money that is being offered by Arsenal this summer. Uh, and this is according to Talk Sport. Now you know, don't don't please don't fill the chat up with all oh, these talk sport. They're blah, 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 Don't do not do that because we know there are all rumours. You know, talk sport will, pr- will, will release them to get listeners. The Sun, the Times, the Guardian. You know, will get um, you know to, to increase readers. and don't sit there and say. Um, I get what you're saying. You know, uh, you know. <laughs> We don't like the sun. It's a sun, it's rubbish. Well, they're actually owned by the same people that want sky, and the same people that don't want that don't believe it in the sun. I so said, now I'm gonna wait till I see it on Sky News. Duh. But um, yeah, as, as static says there, Europe is Europe. Yes, but Arsenal and, and Manchester United offer something going forward. West Ham, in fairness, probably don't. It, it, it would totally be a sideways move. If he goes to Arsenal I get it. If he goes to Man United I get it. I'm surprised Tottenham haven't been in for him. I've got to be honest with you because I think Tottenham would have been a good move for him. Um and they're in the Champions League. But of course we as we know at la- end of last season we were fourth we, we were fifth in the Premier League. We just won the FA Cup. He would scored a tremendous goal and we were in Europe. Everybody wanted him. Now we've not had such a good season and everybody's like, Ooh, don't want him now. He's not a very good player, is he? Well, he's been playing out of position for most of the season, but you know, don't let that <laughs> don't let that spoil a, a good Monet. Eh? Um, Tillerman's about has been courted by Arsenal since January after the midfielder turned down a new deal at Leicester, according to Fabrizio Romano. Still trying to get him on the channel, by the way, guys. But there was a suggestion that the Gunners' participation in this season's UEFA Champions League was key. Uh, and Mikel Arteta's side only being able to secure Europa League football, a move to the Emirates now seems much less certain. Uh, The Athletic has also suggested that Arsenal's interest has cooled, Um, and with with no midfielder rivals as yet for Brendan Rodgers' side, there is a chance that the club would rather offer Tillemans a new deal, secure his future, uh, rather than scramble around for a midfielder in the final weeks of the transfer window. Um, and roger seems to be happy to enough to keep the former moniker man around with the club potential in the position to offer the midfielder a new contract according to talk sport T- totally let's do it we did it with matt we did it with harry maguire um we knew that um you know he wanted a move basically the season before he moved and harry maguire And this is why I've stopped calling him now, because I didn't realise this until I spoke to the the guy, Rob Tanner from The Athletic, who who obviously knows his stuff. Um, And, you know, Maguire actually signed a contract extension the season before he joined Man United. Because we'd gone in for him when Hull had got relegated, uh, we went in and we bought him. And as he said, basically, or probably saved his career, um he wanted to thank us and he didn't want to drop us in it. So he signed that new contract and we were able to then get 80 million for him. So if you're watching, look, Yuri, um, I don't, you know, I just wish it was sorted out. Um, James says here, uh, I thought Tottenham, uh, would have been the, uh, being the possible destination for Tillemans if he was to stay in the Premier League. It makes sense. Um, good manager there. Um, I think this is going to be Tottenham's best season. They've finally got a manager who who, who will stand up to Levy and finally got a manager that will uh, knows what he's doing, basically. Um, Vastim, wasn't it Arsenal that put a block on a player coming to Leicester and sold him to a Leicester club? I don't remember that. I do not remember that. Um, I mentioned this the other night, and I'm going to come on to, to, to Eric soon as you can see his pictures there uh, to, the, to the right of me as I look at it. Um, would he be a replacement for Yori? Hmm, quite possibly, quite possibly. But before we get on to individual um, players, uh, I want to just go through the Mercury and um, we know what you know the mercury is like we really do uh but they have had a good section actually on um answering your questions about the transfer window so let us have a look um at some of the questions that were asked and what they said uh there's a lot of talk about how little money city have to spend stating we have to sell before we can buy do you think the finances were as bad as that when we we're already seeing a lot of Premier League clubs moving fast? Um, good point. Yes, we are seeing Premier League clubs moving fast. This is what the Mercury say. Uh, but most of them are not in the same league as City. Arsenal's wealth is considering more than City's. Of the other clubs that have already got a few deals through the door, who may be of a similar size to City, Aston Villa and Newcastle are being heavily bankrolled by their owners. While Leeds are probably aware they have to make, they will make significant amounts of sales in the likes of Philips and Rafina. City have lost £100 million over the past two sets of accounts. And given that they did not make any significant player sales last summer, a loss is expected again when we see the figures for 21-22. Uh, they should be released to February or March next year. Their net spend was higher than it has been for years last summer, which may be having an impact now. Where City have a concern is with their wages. For the past few years, uh, they have had among the highest wage to turnover rate in the Premier League. And for 1920, they became the first club since QPR in 213 to surpass 100%. In short, they were spending money solely on wages. Uh, They were spending more money solely on wages than they were making in revenue. That was partly because of a quirk in how City record their finances and the timings of the season, but it is still significant. Um, Also, while City make plenty through TV revenue, as all Premier League clubs do, their commercial revenue is lower than most of the clubs, even those in mid-table. I don't think it's (coughs) the case that there won't be a single arrival until sales go through, but the club know they have to be careful. And it seems to me that they won't be able to do all of the business they want to do, bringing in five or six players unless they really receive decent fees for players heading for the exit. Uh, we're going to be talking about some of those players, like I say, a bit later on. Um, Telemans, we've already obviously talked about him at the top of the show. Uh, Soyuncu uh, and Hamza. Uh, but we are, again, I think we do have to accept that we are not being bankrolled by an oil company you know man city or or country for that matter man city newcastle etc are and whilst yes we have rich owners and i'm sure the likes of norwich uh, and burnley etc would look at us and go yep yeah, you're rich clubs you know we we're not in the same league as arsenal man united um etc etc and also of course look at everton they've got the money and it's how you spend it so do we rush into sales you know i mean if Tillemann stays I know Brendan's been going on about a rebuild. He really has. Obviously a lot, <laughs> as you know. Uh, but do we need such a big rebuild if Tielemans doesn't go? What we saw last season was a problem with Injuries. And 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 again, this is something that Rob Tanner at the athletic said to me when he came on my show. Is a lot of players out there, so Unsue is the prime example that they have a thing with players called the, the red danger zone. And basically that's if you are injured, if you are injured, or you you you're you're sort of recovering or you're coming up, you know, you 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 you've, you've pulled a muscle and you're not sure if you're you go into a red zone, which really means is you shouldn't be playing. If you're in the red zone or they're not injured, we take you out and we put a replacement in who is is fully fit, gives you time to mend. Unfortunately, we didn't have the possibility, you know, we didn't have the, well, we say big enough squad. And I must admit, I was on a, a Spurs show early today and I heard a Chelsea fan moaning about the size of their squad. And as I said, fuck off, wobble your head. You know, with the money you've had over the years and the players that you let go out to lower league clubs, you cannot moan to me about the size of your squad. And it was funny; I had to laugh at the Chelsea fan that said that hashtag nippon. Um, but yeah, you know, when we saw towards the end when we had all our players back, we beat the likes of Watford, Norwich. We, we were beating them four, five nil, five ones, and all that. I know, like you can say, well, yeah, it's only, it's only this. It's only that, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, we weren't doing that earlier on in the season. So if you know all the players are about fit. Now, this is this is where Rogers has got to be very, very clever. Because what he's got to do is if that's what he's going to do, and he has said, you know, and I quite could believe if the fact that he said, I was saying that to give the players there a bit of a G up. Um, but then he's got to hit the floor running. If he doesn't make anything, if Tillemann stays he's got to hit that floor running, if, because if we have another start like last season and he hasn't made any signings I think I'll probably be shouting for him to go I've got to be honest with you, Um, just catch up with a couple of, oh the other thing as well don't forget is that our owners make their money in the tourism industry, that is duty free shops and hotels and we know how that industry has been hit if I'm if I'm if I'm an oil oligarch or or, or an oil rich country, I'm laughing at the moment because the price of petrol is going up so much. Yeah, <laughs> thank you very much. It is a bit extra to spend on uh, on on uh, on signings. We haven't got that, and we have to accept that. As much as they are rich, they're not, I'd say, a, a, that rich. And their finances have been hit very badly with the COVID. As you saw when I was just going through those figures, then. Um, let's just say catch up with some um, comments. David S., good evening. How the devil are you? I'm interested as to why Arsenal didn't get Yuri the first attempt, and then according to the media, got Fabio Vieira instead. Maybe Yuri and management placed them out, priced them out, or didn't want to go. Easy down me. <laughs> They're talking with. I mean, do you remember all this last season with Madison and it turned out that Arsenal hadn't even actually put a, 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 hadn't even spoken to us about it. So, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Um, A lot of people saying hello to each other. Jordan, good evening. sir. how are you? Uh, Marnie gone, but you've got a good signing in there as well. So well done, mate. Um, James, exactly. Chris, 100 percent. We might get. Possible new owners soon as everything is agreed. Are you selling? Because you've got rich owners. Are you selling? That, that That's news, I've got to be honest with you. Uh, Richard, evening small club. Yeah. From a West Ham fan, mate, go and pop your bubbles. <laughs> and your son needs to ask you about a quiz on Monday, by the way. I um, hope he's having a word with you about that. But, um, yeah, Tillamunds to West Ham, we've discussed it. We don't see it happening. Um, but good luck in Europe anyway. Good luck in Europe anyway. Um, not just injuries, Chris, also terrible defending, says Facebook user, but the terrible defending was because of the injuries. You know, it wasn't until towards the end of the season that we played our our full strength. I mean, you know, Vestergaard comes in and he's having to be introduced, oh, right, you know, who am I playing with this week? Oh, this is so so I've never met him before. And that's what it was like. Brendan used to go in the training room and say, right, guys, who's fit? And depending who put their hand up, that was his <laughs> his formation basically. Um, so yeah, defending was bad, but I think you. I think the two go together. Um, uh, well, a couple of highs there. Uh, Vastim, does it matter if none come in and none go out? We're not in Europe. Our current squad more than good enough for a couple we'll place next season. Then by, Vastim, you see this? I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. It's just that that. Rogers has come out and said, we need, a, we need an overhaul. You know, I heard a Liverpool fan earlier uh, uh, on, the, on the Spurs chat, and he was saying um, that, yes, Marnie's gone, but this front the front line needed a shake-up. It needed refreshing. So that's what he's been saying, because when you look at the team, like I say, that played those last four or five games, that was the team that the two seasons before had got us to fourth, We'd sat, uh, sorry, got us to fifth, sorry, wishful thinking. We sat in the top four for 37 weeks for both seasons, only missing out on the last day. And had got us to an FA Cup final. I'd got us to a European semi final, if you like. So, it, it, you know, we know it is a decent squad, but, you know, will Brendan be hoisted by his own fatard or whatever the saying is? Um, yes, we do still have great owners, Richard, totally 100%. But we have to accept that they haven't got the money that like i say newcastle have or manchester city have it's the way and we have to say we have to accept that you know when they have backed us, 40 i mean can you i could never see leicester i never thought i'd ever see leicester in my lifetime paying 40 million pounds for one player but we did with tillman so yes they are great but we do have to accept that times are hard and the industry therein in has been hit really badly with the covid um and also, of course, they—you know—people are moaning because our our season ticket prices have gone up. Well, wobble your heads again. It's the first time in uh, about seven. Well, it's the first time since we got promoted, we haven't put our season ticket prices up, and they're having to this year um, because because we need the money, like we say. Um, Scott, good evening, sir. How are you? Um, Maybe I'm the only one who thinks this, but signings, I wouldn't be too so worried if we only make two or three. I'd rather promote our youth players, raise the quality, may not be as good, but effort would be. Well, we saw that they did all right against Watford in the FA Cup, didn't we, Scott? Uh, I'm surprised that, like, Daily Campbell was was sold uh, or released. Um, but, of course, we've seen, you know, Luke Young, Kieran, Dewsbury. We know we've got, you know, good players back there. Richard, um Yeah, that's Dan. Yeah, that's Dan must be worried. Apparently, it's down to you, Richard. It's down to you if he comes on or not. It's a knockout competition. Anthony Bigot, Chris, hope you well. Uh, I've seen a player from West Brom is on Leicester's radar. Really? As long as their manager's not. Bloody hell. Uh, Neil from Beyond the 90. Good evening, sir. Um, And he's just eating his dinner. (sighs) Anybody... Priorities, mate. Priorities. Him. He said that before we knocked out of Europe due to the main injuries. He, yeah, he did, but fans are holding him to it, and that's, that's the problem. But like I say, if he says, look, actually, this is the club, this is the players, the squad that got me to fifth for two seasons, got me to an FA Cup final, won the English Super Cup for me, I'm sticking with them. I, for one, would be happy, but, you know, he, he could have said something five years ago, and some fans would be holding him to it. Um... Chris, would you be doing a fact? It is this something I am thinking of, Anthony. something I am thinking of. Um, but I'm I, i, I uh, I'm not too sure at the moment. Uh, I'd need somebody to do it for me or on our behalf. It uh, doesn't matter how rich the owners are. Aren't they all ruled by the fair play rules? I don't know. Ask Manchester City. <laughs> um, ask Leicester City. You know, we... Uh, We got done by the fair play rules in the championship. We made a donation to somebody and suddenly the fine went away. Uh, Spencer, you've got to realise if it was a normal summer, the World Cup would be on right now. Nobody would be mentioning anything about signings. Indeed, Spencer, 100%, but it isn't and we are. Uh, Scott, not being funny, but compared to other clubs, our season tickets are reasonable. 100%, mate, 100%. Uh, Neil, uh, if we don't have a summer rebuild, I'm okay. We need a mentality refresh and a set piece. Yeah, Neil, 100% agree with you, you know. And like I say, I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't when he was saying that. And I know Ant won't believe me. Uh, And if you guys, if you're not following it already, get over and uh, follow Beyond the 90. They are a great Leicester channel. And they, like myself, they had Rob Tanner on recently as well. Get over there and give them some support. It's It's a great channel. Um, and I know Ant from the beyond uh, the ninety. Uh, he, won't, he He wants Rodgers out. Let's be honest. Uh, but yes, I think he said that just to g up a few players. But um, the next question that was asked, so we're going through the questions. Uh, Samaris' face looked very bright. Is his future at Leicester closer to stay staying? And this is what the uh, this is what the Mercury said. I was pleased to see him looking happy too, but I suspect his future will still be in doubt. The feeling inside the club that he was struggling to adapt to the pace of the game and the style of city wanted to play. And I understand there was frustration that he had not responded to the pointers given to him earlier in the campaign about moving the ball quicker and tracking back uh, more gently. Rogers wants at least two more two new central midfielders in the summer, uh, and they won't be able to accommodate others if they only if they get those two in. Indeed, in Mendy's and Dewsbury Hall are certainties in there. While Rogers does have faith in Mendy to do a job, that would be interesting to see. Will Mendy stay or go? Uh, I like Mendy. I absolutely love Mendy. Um, he's the only guy that won a <laughs> won a title or anything or a cup last season uh, from our squad. But yeah, I do. I, I love it. And I think when Indeed is not available, whilst we always would probably have Indeed in. He does offer a great standing. Um, Tuleman's future remains up in the air If two central midfield comes in There may not be room for Sumari in the squad Um, But Rodgers will talk to him over pre-season I mean guys, what do you think about Sumari? Um, For me um, We buy these players in And we expect them to adapt To our league and our squad straight away and don't get me wrong some people will now i actually haven't moved i haven't worked outside the country at all um (laughs) chance would be a fine thing uh but i have moved around the country i started off at leicester i moved from leicester this was my job i moved from leicester to blackpool blackpool to blackburn blackburn to burnley um, also taking in Berry and Bolton, I do like the Bees. Uh, and then from there down to we'll say Bournemouth and then it's still the Bees. But uh, And I struggled when I moved and I'm only moving within the same country, within the same culture, within the same type of job. You know, these players are coming over and they're coming into a different league that is, you know, completely um, played at a different pace, et cetera, et cetera. And you're looking at um, different language, and we're expecting them to be straight away going say, "Yep, you're not doing." You know, you get in there and you play well. If you don't play well, then we'll drop you. Now, you know, (laughs) I these guys have got to learn a new language. Right, some of them speak a bit of English, of course. But ask yourself this: ask yourself this. Would Sumar? Oh, sorry, would Sumar? Would Chu? And, yeah, OK, he had an iffy season last season, but tell me a player that didn't. Would Soyuncu have done as well as he did if he'd come into the squad the season before? He had a season to bed in while Maguire was playing his last season with us. He got to know the culture. He got to make friends. He got to learn a bit of the language. Um, he got to know the squad, et etc. Et he had a season to do that. And I, I, I always say this when Kevin Keegan went to, to 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 Liverpool. I if I remember right, um obviously it's Liverpool, so I could be wrong, but um we he, you know when he went for Torres, so I think it was Stockport to Liverpool, I think it was a while before even he made the first team because he had to be bedded in. Um you know, Neil says here I moved to London and that felt like a new country. I had no idea what <laughs> what a schoolie or a bar it was before I went there. Exactly, Neil, and I was the same. You know, I I went up to, I went up to Blackpool, and they had potato pies. What the fuck? I'm sorry. Anywhere else, you have you have your pie with your meat in, and you have the potatoes at the side. No, 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 not in Lancashire. No. They have the potato in the pie. And that was at Blackpool football ground, which at the time was probably the worst ground. Well, it was the worst ground. It wasn't probably They have done it up since it was the worst ground that you've ever been in. You, you, you wiped your feet before you went in the toilets. That's how bad it was. Uh, but no, so I think Samari should be given longer. I really do. He's a, he's a he's, you know, he, he paid for Lille. He won the French League. Um, he's not a bad player, I think we've just got to give him time to settle in. Um, and Vistan says, I look forward to the day when Rogers actually plays players in their correct position. Again, though, mate, take into account what we said earlier last season. Forget last season. Last season, just wipe it from your memories. It was everybody was having. It was all hands to the deck. It was all hands to the deck on that one. Um, Scott, let's just go up to an earlier point first. Uh totally agree. I think we'll have a better season. Just need to fine tune a few parts of our game. Um, the competition now is who can win the richest owners. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Um, Scott. Uh, Sumari, I think, will come good. I just think Rogers has to play him in a role that is not going to bring... That is not... I think Rodgers... Oh, yes. Rogers has had to play with them. Exactly what I was saying there, Scott. He has had to play with him, him in a role that didn't suit him. Like I say... So many players. Tielemans, if he'd been playing in the FA Cup and the role he was playing for most of the season, he would not have got in the position to score that goal. So, as I say, let's let's wipe last season. Let's wipe last season from our memories. Yeah, um, again, again, it's a squad player, but we need squad players, do we not? Well, Chelsea haven't got a big enough squad, apparently, but you know. Uh Vistam in Leicester, you have bacon cobs. Ask for one of those in Kent, you get laughed at as a cop is a horse. Exactly the same in the north as well. They did I had to educate them to what cobs were. And you know, they talk funny as well. You know, they don't have they don't have scones, they have they're scones. Where the fuck do you get scones from? You don't You don't have bonds. You have bones. You don't have clones. You have clones. So you have... Sc- oh, don't start me. Don't start me. <laughs> David, good evening. Uh, how the devil are you, sir? Um, welcome along. So the next question was, uh, there's lots of talks around Del Calaterre and now Ericsson coming to City. Do you think we have a realistic chance of signing either or both of them? I mean, I have heard. <laughs> yeah, last last one here. One last one here, Vistan. Uh, Bath or both? <laughs> yeah. that's just a snob thing, isn't it? Is Jamie Vardy still a starter for the new season? Uh, to be honest with you, yes. I think he proved at the. I mean, he had the highest or equal highest goal per race game ratio of anybody last season. And he was out for half of it. But I think we will slowly see. Again, with Patson and Daka, we saw how he did in Europe. Four goals in one game against Moscow. Oh, brilliant. He's not done quite as well in the Premier League because he's having to settle in. But future planning, Vardy, I think, will slowly play less and less games. Daka will come in and play more. And then we will see. finally see the... the um, well, it depends whether Vardy signs a new contract, of course, because he hasn't, I think he's only got a year left. So that will be, that will be interesting. Uh, anyway, Del Coteri and Ericsson. And what Lou Press said on that was, with Del Coteri, yes, I do think they have a realistic chance of signing him. If only because he has been on their radar for some time. And I do think that makes a difference for a player when they know a club has been tracking them for a while. Uh the issues are the price and whether the City will put up enough money for Club Bruges to sell and Del Coteri's thoughts on the matter. The noise in Belgium suggests he prefers AC Milan. Yeah, kind of get it. Uh, but whether their option no, that, that option is available may depend on the offers Club Bruges accept. Also, he may think he's best to stay put ahead of the World Cup in the winter, especially as Club Bruges will be playing in the Champions League. You know, we've got, we've got to accept this. We've got to accept this. With Ericsson. I feel like he's not going to go back to Spurs or go to United. He's more likely to go back to Brentford. His main motivation seems to be to keep his form up ahead of the World Cup. And so we will want to go somewhere he can play. I would question if he would get into the City team if Tillerman stays and with Madison undroppable. But then again, injuries, then again, form, it can change. Uh, The next question was... Uh, are you concerned that we haven't bought or sold anybody? Wow. Now, this is a big one. I'm not concerned yet over City's lack of business, but if there isn't movement come mid-July, then there may be more so. I do think the quicker side gets their business done, the better, as it limits the talk around the club and allows players to bed in sooner. And we're Indeed. And they're back, they're back pre-season, aren't they now? And in fact, we've got the first game. The first pre-season game is this. No, next week, isn't it? Next week. But they are certainly back at preseason training. Um, <laughs> Vistam, <clears throat> no, thought you were on about sven <laughs> Goran Eriksson. Um, quickly before we move on, Scott, I think a rotation between Vardy and Daka will possibly happen this season. Yep. Um, now, I presume this is this is David again. Uh, what's the excuse for in actual, does he still need to settle in, no, he needs to be played, and he needs to be played in his right position, now I don't know, I don't know if it is David, and if it is David, or ever it is, what you've been watching, How, did you watch Leicester City towards the back end of the 90, well what, what we're in now, we're coming up to the 22-23, so that would have been the 21-22 season. So the back end of that, uh, no, that was the one we just finished. So the back end of the 2021 season, um, when Inacho was played, and apparently it is David, when inacho, when inacho was played with Vardy, he was the club's top scorer. So no, he doesn't need time to settle in. He is settled in. He needs a manager who will play two up fucking front. What other manager would look at that? And we would not have finished fifth that season if it hadn't been for the inacho Vardy partnership. I honestly believe that. Uh and I could understand Inacho actually going, fuck off, I want to leave. I really can. Um, but I just what other manager? What other manager would have? And you know, I'm, 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 I'm a I'm a I'm a Rogers fan, you know that. But what other manager would actually see how well that pairing worked and then completely drop it the following season yeah even before Vardy got injured it wasn't it was just dropped it was just totally dropped why so no in actual doesn't need to be bedded in he just needs to be played more uh, <laughs> yes indeed Scott and we can play 4-4 four, four, bloody two you're quite right <laughs> two up front and know nobody particularly likes it but It worked. It worked. Um, So, anyway, um, what what he goes on to say again about uh, have we signed anybody or not. Um, I don't think there's ever a need for too much concern. The City's current squad, when fully fit, is comfortably good enough to challenge for Europe. And we haven't got the distraction of Europe this season. And I'm going to quote an Arsenal fan here. We're not in Europe, so we can challenge for the Champions League. How did that go, Arsenal? Um, but yes, the fully fit squad that we have is the squad that got us into Europe for two seasons, the squad that won us the Premier League with extra people, as in Dakar, Sumari, etc. Now, do you think the next question, and, and I, this concerns me, do you think Leicester have a strong interest in Nathan Collins? Oh, do you know... What amazed me was Tarkovsky. Now, apparently, and I know, you know, we never made an official bid, but we were always linked with him. It was like we were always linked with Troy Deeney every transfer window. Do you remember that? And that was purely Troy Deeney's agent getting him a new deal at Watford every season on the strength of apparently we wanted him. But we wanted Tarkovsky and we wouldn't pay £30 Or well, we could have got him free of charge unless his choice was to stay in the North. If he wanted to stay in the North, I understand him going to Everton. No disrespect, James, to Everton, but after the season you had, I think Leicester would have been a more attractive proposition for him. But we haven't gone. Uh, in regards to Nathan Collins, Collins is an interesting one. It's hard to judge uh, if a player at Burnley fits City's style of play. I mean, he very much was a thrown dice type of defender, as in sit there, don't go forward. Just kick anything that comes near you. I know Burnley don't want him to leave. um, So it would be interesting to see whether he does go. But apparently there's a few that are in for him. Um, The way they ask their centre-packs to defend is totally at odds with how City do so. Like I just said. So in that sense, I would say he's not the right fit. But he's very strong. And if you saw the goal he scored for Ireland this month, where he intercepted the ball high up the pitch, that's the sort of thing City would want. Then again, it's his understanding that City would prefer a left-sided defender and Collins is more used to playing on the right. And if Sojentru is to go to AC Milan, that I can see where he's coming from with that. Um, do you see Brendan giving Vestergaard uh, a chance next season? Um, or oh, just before we move on to that, Scott doesn't want Collins. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I, I'm, it's got to be a mix, Scott. It's got to be mixed. And no disrespect to you, mate. I really do respect your opinion, but you, you do say this a lot. You want youth to do this, youth to do that, youth to do that. I, I agree. Look at Kieran Drewsby, Hall, Look at Luke Thomas. But we can't promote youth in every position. And I think with the sort of season our defence is had, we need to get the experience in there. You know, it looks like we're going to, you know, Johnny Evans is going to sign an extra, uh, an extension to his contract, which is great. He's got the experience. But if he gets injured, he's not going to be out for a week, 10 days. He's going to be out for a month. And that's the problem when you get older. And I know, <laughs> I know. Um, and that is quite interesting about Vestergaard. Now, I don't see Vestergaard getting a chance. The moment Rodgers preferred an at centre back to Vestergaard, the writing was on the wall. He just doesn't fit City's style of play. So why did you buy him, Brendan? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there was... I know it was a panic buy. I guess it was a panic buy because it was on the back of the Fafana injury in the pre-season friendly. So I totally get it was a panic buy. But, really, there was there was better options available. Tim Cahill was available on a free if you just wanted somebody, you know. And £15 million for him, and it's £15 million for Luckman. Why are we sat there with our fingers up our arse and not getting in for Luckman? I don't know. Um... He's behind Fafana, Evans and Marty, and the new centre-back coming to the start of the season. And if he wants more game time around the, of the World Cup, I suspect he would be better off finding a different club. Well, I mean, you know, we don't get every signing right. We don't, um, you know, Slomani, uh <laughs> Musa Yeah, uh, don't start me on Moussa. Um, Going on to set-piece problems. Um, what other questions were being asked nope. I think Rogers is looking forward To playing a preseason game or two To see Wright, Hurst, Everson And Shush Sh- Sh- <laughs> Yeah, the tie player In action As I think Rogers accepts he made a mistake Not trusting Drewsby Hall for the first half of the season Those four players that would be great quality So basically that's what you were saying there um, uh, Scott so, um, Craig is going to be joining us very, very soon. Uh, I'm just going to finish this question and answer session off, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get him in. Um, yeah, he's going, to, he's, going to, he's going to use those sort of players in pre-season. Of course he is. And if Hurst convinces Rodgers, is it possible uh, to see a way out for Inacho? Um, and, and he says that would make, make funds for other deals. Um, Kelterari. Um would it be Tillerman's replacement? This would be my one slight concern with Delca Telekari that he's played centrally for nearly all of the past two seasons, whereas the only real gap from the city is on the right hand side. Hashtag Lookman. Hashtag Luckman. um, But we've got so many senior defenders, Chris. Anymore will be struggling to find time for them to play. Yeah, but then we've got to th- we've got to consider, we've got to consider, like say, Evans, if he gets injured, he's out for mm-hmm. God knows how long. And other players, you know, I mean, Amate. Yeah, I just think, well, I don't know. You could be right. You could be right. We'll see what preseason brings. Now, before we go and talk in more detail about uh, individual players, I'm going to bring Craig in and have a chat with him about that. I know you ladies have missed him out there. The uh, the older woman's Totty. We've got him back. He's been on holiday. He's been <laughs> he's been sunning himself. So, ladies, if you're lucky, you might get a chance to see his white bits. Uh, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> we'll be right back. The goals are flowing
0: here now! The Leicester till I die shop is now open. For all your Leicester till I die merchandise, visit the Leicester till I die shop at our website.
1: Was that was that staggering for you then? Uh, uh, no, it was all right. Absolutely. No, it was, yeah. it was staggering for me. Uh, just right. before we, we, we bring you in, mate. Yeah, don't forget so you can get um, intros and outros for ju- or videos for just $6, which is about £4.95. introchamp.com uh, 10% discount for all your. Um Gaming needs, whether it's accessory, whatever type of accessory it is, whether that's a controller or a lead, just quote the reference number in the description on YouTube below, and you'll get 10% discount at FaithfulGrips.co.uk. There's a 5% discount for all YouTube Gold members of the Lessons Slide Die channel on all of our merchandise. And if you fancy a bit of a, if you're my age or Craig's age, and you think you know what the shirts were better in them days. Then please uh, nip over to the Three Retro site, three retrocom dot uh, com for all your retro
0: sportswear. Craig, welcome back. How was the holiday? Yeah, it was good. Thanks, mate. Yeah, it was nice. It was um, it was nice and warm, uh, a bit cloudy. It was very similar to here, to be honest. From what I heard, I mean, you you had some pretty hot days.
1: We did. So I hear, you know. Ones yeah. as well.
0: Yeah, looking uh, looking bronzed yourself, or is that just the? Uh, it might be my phone.
1: No, oh, I think that's your phone, mate. <laughs> yeah. uh, Wrong am... filter on it. <laughs> yes, yeah. You have got the uh, you have got the nice hair to go with the tan, though.
0: Thanks, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take I'll take I'll take all the compliments now because I know as the season starts and they they go on, those compliments are going to disappear no, very quickly.
1: No, as you keep your tan. I, uh, I expect you to top it up on the old uh, old, old sunbed. <laughs> Uh, but mm. we've just gone through sort of the questions mm. that were were being asked by fans to to, to the Leicester Mercury. Uh, but I will go back to this one with you, uh, Craig, if I can mm. do. Um, Martin Glover, our new head of recruitment to replace Lee Congleton. Mm. Apparently, it's a it's a window boost in the fact that we may get um, may get him early because they may get mm. their target to replace him from Man City. I mean. Right. Should, I mean, I mean, should we not have gone for somebody that we can get? I mean, we're in the middle of a transfer window and we've not got our head of recruitment.
0: <clears throat> Excuse me. I think... The thing is, it's just because you haven't got a head of a re- recruitment, I mean, it doesn't mean that nothing's happening. Um, mm. You know, we've signed people before. You know, we've had some success before. It's a job title at the end of the day, and I know it means that, you know, there's a, a little bit more specificness specific 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 anyway it's more specific <laughs> these um, yeah i know um and and these people you know they're, they're constantly looking at players aren't they so i don't yeah. know you yeah it would. i think in anything the sooner you can get people in the better the same with players the quicker that you get them in the better um but from that point of view you know if it's the right man you wait a little bit longer don't you i think that's the key you do. I mean, th- this is
1: the guy who, when he was at a club, had a defence that included Ryan Bertrand and uh, Jan Janik Vestergaard mm. and let nine in against us and lighting against Man United. Should we have been looking at somebody maybe that <laughs> with
0: a bit more experience? Now you know, you know me, Chris. I'm always want to look on the positive side of things. <laughs> yeah, of course. Why of don't course. we look? Why don't we look at it as the as the man who sanctioned their leaving? Well, there is that way
1: of looking at it, yes. And I must admit, I haven't thought of that. Mm. <laughs> how how are you feeling? We're talking about, about should we be sort of panicking? And we discussed this. We haven't made a lot of signings yet. It's still early doors, though. Mm. So, um, I mean, we you know we I... <laughs> we haven't got the money that we've had in previous mm. years, probably because of the fact that our owners are the sort of business they're in.
0: Is it is it worrying? I, I i'm pretty relaxed about it to be honest in a couple of ways if you can get people in early it's for two reasons one because you've been scouting them uh for a long time and you've already had that agreement in place mm. or no one else wants them yeah. now um i prefer to think that you know we've had our long-term targets and if, you, if they're a decent player, you know, they're going to have offers. And, you, yeah. you know, we know that players have all the power these days. So unless you are one of the big clubs, you know, and, and we're not, and we know we haven't got European football, you're not going to jump at the first offer that comes along. So I think it may be a waiting game. And it'll be one of those where I think as soon as a couple of moves happen, there'll be a domino effect of yes of people allowing people to go. Because, you know, you... you we wouldn't want to let Tielemans or anyone else go until we've got somebody else lined up on the back of it. So I can see these things having a bit of a domino effect, to be honest, because the worst thing you can do is that you go and spend 30 million on a midfielder and Tielemans stays. Then you've got a quandary. Yeah. So well, I think that he's, he's, Tielemans thing is a, big, is a big thing, whether he goes or stays. The longer it goes on, yeah, the longer he goes on, I think the more he's likely to stay but then now there's talk that Manchester United are in as well so
1: and west ham but you mentioned the t word <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: so mm. um and we did discuss him in quite a lot of detail but I did want to get your thoughts yeah. on it um talk sports saying that we're on the point of offering him a, a a new contract that will match um what arsenal are offering him we know yeah. that he wanted to leave to play champions league football yeah he probably would have got that last season on the back of his performances on this season. he well, we, has gone quiet, but that ties in with the fact that we had, we didn't have the best of seasons or yes. perceived to have the best of seasons. I mean, he's, he's got a year to go. Um, there's more and more. It looks more and more likely that he's not going to go to Arsenal. Like say Manchester mm-hmm. United, I would get Manchester United and Arsenal because they are in the, at least in the Europa League. Yeah. Where this West Ham link has come from, God only knows. Uh, no disrespect mm-hmm. to, to, to to uh uh Mr. Cox, the West Ham fan, if he's in, um because that you know <laughs> they only just finished one place above us, and the conference league isn't really, I don't think, what he's looking for. No. Um <laughs> Maguire did it, he, he was due, he knew that Manchester United wanted him. <laughs> Uh, he had a a year left on his contract. He signed an extension so that we got some money for him. Yeah. Um, but Brendan wants two central midfielders, apparently, so you could have Johnson, uh, sorry, Telemans and mm-hmm. A.N. whether that, whoever that may yeah. be.
0: Could you see him stay in? I could. I, I could, to be honest. I don't think I I could understand him. as Even though he said uh, I want Champions League football, I Arsenal seem to be a club that's getting back on the path towards that. Manchester United again, you know, new manager in. I could understand I could understand both of those moves. I, I wouldn't be able to understand a move to West Ham at all. I don't think that's, at best, that's sideways. Um, you know, he's settled here. His family are here. His kids go to school here. You know, unless it is a step up, there doesn't seem to be any reason for him to go, to be honest. Um and I, I put this on one of the, the forums um, in, in answer to people panicking about signings. If we have everybody fit, then we will have exactly the same squad, if not stronger, because we've added Daka to it, that finished fifth and, and yeah. just missed out, you know, on the last day of the season. So we're panicking over, you know, strengthening but that doesn't mean we're going to be in dire straits. Yeah. I say if everybody's fit we've got a team that's capable of challenging for the top 6. So that's exactly that, what I, I said panicking.
1: 5 minutes before you came in to be honest. Oh, you and and yeah. I I agree. We'll oh, start off on a positive note. I agree 100% with you there Craig. <laughs> <laughs> now that's going to that's not going to last the season we know no, that. definitely but, not. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. It is. It's the squad that got us you know, to Wembley, it's a squad that won us the Community Shield stroke English Super Cup. Yeah, You know, it, it is the team that at the end of the season, when they were all back and playing well, were putting four mm. and five goals past people. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah, if you can strengthen, great. But yeah. I think it's just as important to to not lose key players. And, yes. you know, it looks very much like if we're going to lose people apart from Tielemans, it's only people that, um, that Rodgers thinks go. has, have gone yeah. as far as they can with the team. So Yes. Um, yes. And so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not panicking yet. If, you know, if we're another two weeks, you know, we're getting into mid to late July, then I might start panicking a little bit. But yeah, I think there's time, there's time. And out-of-contract players are not available to sign, I don't think, until July the 1st. No. And uh, again, that'll have a knock-on effect of things. So Yes, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, um. You mentioned it there, July the 1st. I mean, this team that we've got, I mean, you know, Rogers came out, so I was going off on a different track here, but I'll go back onto the track that I wanted mm. to. Rogers was coming out and saying, the team needs a refresh, the squad needs a refresh, mm. blah, blah, blah. And people have latched onto that. I said, well, mm. refresh means at least five or six players coming in. I've got mm. a little sneaky feeling that that maybe was more of a kick up the arse to the players and squad that we had mm. rather than the fact that I am going to do it. But, of course, people have latched yeah. on to that because, as you mm. said, look at the form of the last four or five games when we were literally yeah. back to our preferred 11. Um, mm. You know, look at what they've done in the past. And somebody said on here earlier, and I and I do apologise, I can't remember the, mm. the, the person who said it, but rather than a squad refresh, it's the mentality refresh that was was mm. probably needed more.
0: Yeah, yeah. And again, I'll 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 liken it to, you know, my good friend uh, uh, Gareth Southgate. Mm. You know, as soon as people start losing the hunger and feeling like their their places are not under threat, you lose that edge. If you lose yeah. the edge at this level, five percent drop off, you know, is massive. That's what England saw. You know, he's turned around and said, you know, I'm happy with this squad. Yeah. Um, so, why, why why try? I'm in, yes. you know. And and I think, you know, they probably got a little bit too settled, some of the players. You know, we saw Barnes came back a little bit towards the end of the season after he'd had a kick up yeah. the backside. Yeah. Madison earlier in the season was dropped and had a kick up the backside in um, arguably his best form since he's been with us in the, in the second half of the season. Um, so, you're right. Uh, people took the word refresh and turned it into rebuild. And that's yeah. a very different, very different thing. But yeah, I think you're right in terms of uh, it's a mentality as much as uh, personnel. I mean, Brookline, good evening, sir. I haven't seen you for a while. I hope you've been
1: okay over there in the good old US survey. Um, mm. Thanks a lot for joining us again. Um, you always mediocre play last year has diminished the demand for his services. But he was doing a job because he wasn't in – I mean – Disagree with me, please, Craig. If you do, but I I said earlier that Yuri, had he been playing the role that he was playing for us towards the, you know, most of last season in the Mm. FA Cup final, he wouldn't have been in the position to score the goal uh, because Mm. he's he's been in a lot more defensive role, and he's been doing what was asked of him, and he had to do that because. Our injuries were so bad, and when you look at all the players we had, and this is a. I'll say what Rob Tanner said from the, the Athletic
0: mm-hmm.
1: is you've got that red danger zone for players when they're not totally injured, but they've they yeah. you know what I saying? Now normally when the players hit that red danger zone, they're taken out the question, you know, taken out the equation because they're going to be given time to um, you know r- recover. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. before they get fully injured. We didn't have that last season. So, Yunchu, he was the prime example. You know, he he was playing well into that red danger zone because we've got nobody else to bring in. And yeah. the same with same Tielemans. With you know, he was playing in a role that was completely mm-hmm. because, you know average. Now, you could argue that had Brendan maybe included uh, Mendy earlier than he did, <laughs> that wouldn't have been needed. But, you know, the players... I think I say looking at I say forget last season from a performance point of view, mm. as in you know we know it wasn't as good as the two previous seasons, but the players did do what was asked of them, and a lot of them were playing
0: out of position. True, and I think the other thing that I'd throw into the mix with Tielemans is that he felt a sense of responsibility to the team, and if you're if you you feel that responsibility and you're not confident of what's going on behind you, then you have a tendency to sit back, mm. you know, and not take the chances, not make the runs that he would normally make because you're not confident of what's going on behind you. So as soon as he went out, as soon as we were playing makeshift back fives and back fours or whatever, a mm. responsible player will think more defensively. And I think that played on him as a little bit as well. And he was, I think it, he looked like a player, you know, people were saying that he looked lazy or he was off it. He looked like a player who felt he had a bit more responsibility on his shoulders than he had previously. Mm. And nece- not necessarily did he cope with it particularly well. He goes away and plays for Belgium, where he's surrounded by world-class players. And he looks like the player that we we had, you know, yeah. the season before. So I think if he stays and we get everybody back fit and we get one or two additions, then I think it will. you'll see a better Yuri as well. I mean, people are on about making him captain, but I'm going to
1: say something maybe controversially that I don't think he should ever get anywhere near being Leicester captain. Because you look at, and I'm going to use cricket as an example here. Mm. You know, look at Ian Botham; he was absolutely mm. unbelievable, made him captain. But um, Ben Stokes, I think it was possibly the same. As soon as these players, flair players, are made captain of the england cricket team they absolutely disintegrate and as you've just said you know that extra responsibility maybe he felt he had this season if you give him that as a captain even if he's in his his normal position and he's got he he, he's less thinking about oh just being himself and being the flair player Mm. he's thinking too much and i'd sooner see those players not be captain
0: yeah well you know uh you know how I used to describe him, Chris, on the pitch? Oh, I, um, ju- I was going to say,
1: if you hadn't brought it up, we do need that kind of... Was it like a American football
0: centre-back? Is, yeah, right. I, I, I don't know if anybody's used the phrase, but a bit like a quarterback. Quarterback, that
1: was it, yes, that was it.
0: But you saw that from Yuri, and he didn't need yeah. an armband to do yes. that. You know, he yes. took that on himself as a player rather than... You know, it being foisted upon him and the responsibility of having a, having an armband, and now I, I understand. You know, people can probably say, "Well, it shouldn't make any difference." You know, natural leaders do it on the performance, and that's what he did. Um, When he was at his best, he didn't need the armband. I, so I, I'm, I'm with you, Chris. Again, you know, let's let's not make a habit of agreeing, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think he needs that that additional uh, responsibility of an armband. Um, I think that's it it's a role that has changed a little bit now, I think. And, uh, I I don't like Casper and I, I agree with you as that, you know, for me, it should be, um, it should be a center half or somebody it's, it's more about the leadership and somebody who's, who's prepared to take control on the pitch. Yes. Um, uh, and, and apart from your, I'm not sure we've got many players at the moment. And I think that's someone we, we probably need in a, I've Mm. talked about a couple of players that I thought I wouldn't mind us picking up, you know, um, some experience. Um, And I know people have sort of scoffed. I was having a conversation today again about the likes of Ben Mee, um, who for Mm. me would be a a fantastic uh, signing, someone with Premier League experience, uh, who you could give an armband to because he is very aggressive. You know, he he just does the job. Um, Not flash but sometimes you don't need flash, particularly at the back. You know, we won a league without having flash players. So somebody like that, that experience, I, I would be looking to bring in uh, who could help players around him as well. And if, that kind of player for or me is need, an ideal captain. Or we need a Johnny Evans type, you know,
1: experienced, done it
0: all. Yeah, but, but, I, but that, I, I see that, Ben Me as somebody who could take that mantle over because mm. as it stands, you know, you can't rely on Johnny Evans being fit for a no, full season. No, no way. no.
1: That is that is a good point. Just quickly now, just going through the sort of other players we've been linked with. Um, God, you know what I'm like with names, so bear with me, guys. Bear with me. Yeah, I'll is... wait
0: for Charles to get mentioned.
1: Yeah, <laughs> as we go. Uh, well, I'm not, not even going to get to him yet. But if I get anything past Smith and Jones, I'm I'm struggling. Just, just, just,
0: uh, just so you're aware, Chris, if I suddenly disappear, it's because my battery's just gone. So, uh, Or it will oh, if it, it goes. Ah. It's not well, that I've just had enough of you already no, Well, I thought you, you You know, the
1: missus had banned you to the car Anyway, you <laughs> sat in the drive Talking to us yeah. Well, you mentioned him, Charles Del Cateri uh, There you go um,
0: <laughs> Good. I mean, well, he's the one That we seem to be linked with more than anybody mm. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? You know, a lot of people mm. saying that he looks like he, he he may go to Milan because of The law of, of Champions League football Potentially, it depends what he sees is best for him, you know, and and if you've been playing, you know, Champions League football or European football, as he has, and that's the benefit of playing in a country like uh, Belgium, that if you're in one of the top clubs, you're going to be in those competitions year in, year out. But it's whether he sees that as a long term move, you know, he's young enough that he could say, you know, a couple of seasons in Milan is, is good enough for me, but that I think, you know, in this day and age, we probably have the spending power. To outbid and outwage yeah. Milan, which sounds weird, but I, th- I think we do. Got, um, so we it'll come the down. To, power,
1: and yeah, so Milan's got the lure of European, you know, Champions League. Exactly. But then
0: Club Rouge, where he's at, they've got mm. Champions League as well. Exactly. It, it's, it's what he thinks is the next step and what his longer term ambitions are. If he wants Premier League, then Leicester is an ideal place to come and prove yourself, isn't it? Because yes, you yeah. could go to, to Milan and play well. It doesn't mean that you're going to play well over here. We only need to see Lukaku from last season, how that worked out. Yes, um, exactly. exactly. So, if he's got eyes on a, on a on a big club in the Premier League, you know, he's been likened to, to De Bruyne us or this week yeah. as well, then, yeah, we are, whether you like it or not, we are the perfect stepping stone club in the Premier League. So, I think it'd be an exciting one. For sure, and you mentioned
1: um, one of the Milans there. We'll move over to the other mm. Milan and they're linked to Soyuncu. That's yeah. kind of raised its head again.
0: Could you see us... let? I mean, we don't, we're not exactly strong with left-footed mm. defenders, are we? Um, no, and that's important. As I say, Ben Mee's a natural left-sided. So for me, I'd, I'd go there. And if you can, go and grab another one. Maybe, uh, I think it's like Levi Colwell uh, that we've been linked with, the guy who, from Chelsea who was on loan at Huddersfield who's a natural left footer as well, but young, I mean, if you could pick those two players up for, for what you're going to go and spend, or what you're going to recoup from, soyuncha then that sounds like good business to me. You've got experience and you've got a youngster to come through as well. So, you know, that, that, that makes perfect sense. The
1: other, I'm just running down these now while your battery's running down. Mm. Um, I don't know. we have done that one. Um, Rens want contract answer from City-linked uh, Benjamin Bouligard. Um, yeah, um, he's not. Uh, Ren's sporting director said he's not yet received any positive feedback, and he's keen to get an answer that he can carry uh, with the, on with the rest of the club's business. Uh, mm. I, if I remember, he's, he's right midfield, isn't he? If I remember, I think right. so. But I
0: think he was. I think he was. Uh, I think he got a bit more of a free reign. See that one would not surprise me if that's linked to Tielemans, you know, and yeah. it also says to me that that he's got people who are interested in him and he's waiting to see what happens before he commits himself to Ren. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that is a domino effect of, you know, if Tielemans goes, then he's our guy that we're going to go for, then I could see that happening. But again, I've read good things about him uh, in terms of his stats. It's always a gamble, but, you know, you can only go on it on 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 stat i don't know we've we've been looking more and more at stats as a, in terms of recruitment in the last couple of seasons so um yeah yeah could be it could be a, a i think that's a watch this space one with yeah. link with telemans
1: good evening to luca how the devil are you hope you are well sir uh big arsenal fan um telemans going not join arsenal um hmm. I think. I don't care. Do you mean well? I'm presuming that Luca, from your posts on your own Twitter, that you you think Tillemans is not going to Arsenal. I think that's what you are trying to say there. Mm. Um, talking of right wingers, Luckman. I mean, what what is mm. the delay? I mean, come on. I mean, where where <laughs> we've had him? He's fifteen million compared mm. to fifty million we spent for Vestergaard, who might even be leaving this mm. summer. Um, what what are we waiting for?
0: Well, I saw something. I think it was Rob Tanner again. Um, actually, I said something that made sense. Um, <laughs> and it was that Lukman's best position is left side for me. Not, not right side. It's left side. Mm-hmm. And in that case, he's vying with Barnes for a position. That means he's not priority for me in my book. You know, if you're bringing someone in to be competition, that's not a necessity to fill an actual gap that where you've got it. So I think he will be priority three, four, five, depending on what else we get. And if we can get, you know, if we get Tielemann's money and we get Soyunchi money, there's more of a pot. So then yeah. you get a bit further down your list. I don't think they would want to spend 15 million on someone who isn't filling one of the priority positions.
1: Indeed. Indeed, I, I just think that he's a sort of player that Brendan
0: likes. I mean, he, we know what we know. Yeah, I like,
1: yeah. no, him... like him. Yeah, and we know I like
0: him. I just think it's you know when you've got a pot of money, you know, if you've got no windows and your roof's leaking a little bit, you know, you yeah. you get the windows done before you fix the roof. You know, <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. <laughs> um, and I mean, well. Like I say, he is the sort of player that Brendan likes, which is a multifaceted, you know, he can play in yeah. two or three different positions uh, and that's what we love. But, mm.
0: you
1: know, he was better than Under was on the right wing. Yes, the left wing is is better um, mm. uh, uh, position. It was when he was at Fulham. Um, but uh, I, I don't know, I'll just... I'm just getting worried that I said we're we're going to be losing all these signings, and you know he was we do we do know what he is capable of. We do. The thing is,
0: I would, again on the on the lookman front, I would be worried a little bit more if he was being linked with lots of other clubs and he's not. Yes, yes, yeah, that's true.
1: I'm going to leave you with this one then, um, uh, Craig. Um, You you like me of a certain age, so would you? I mean, there is talk we've we, we virtually got a first team of goalkeepers. Jepukovic yeah. has, has finally fled the yeah. uh, fled the nest. Um, so we've got Schmeichel, Ward and Everson. Yeah. Is it time, and I'm I'm saying yes, it is, is it time to let Casper go, move Ward up to um, first team and make Everson the number two like Ward is now? Because there was a time when we had a certain World Cup winner in our ranks mm, yeah uh, who was stifling another future england captain and england goalkeeper mm. from moving on who demanded to play more and we let the world cup winner go and we didn't do bad because we kept peter shilton
0: we did i had exactly that conversation last week with someone uh, with a, a a younger um football fan who i worked with and uh, and sort of quizzed them about it you know that, that the weird thing is that we've sold both of them eventually to Stoke. Yes. Um yeah, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. I don't think any of us have seen enough of Ward for Leicester to make a decision on him. We've we've seen him play well for Wales, but I don't think, you know, apart from some penalty shootouts, we've hardly seen Ward. So it's very difficult to, to let let's put it this way. Would you keep Casper? and sell Ward to give you the money to buy Lookman. No. Right, because Casper isn't going to be worth anything, to be honest.
1: He's not, but I think at the end of the day, he's got to the point where he doesn't command his box like he used to. No. His distribution is absolutely awful. Uh, mm-hmm. So, And I think that might be one of the reasons why, you know, in fairness, Brendan saying to him, you know, just pass back out to the defenders because you know seventy-five percent of the his clear-outs field go out of play. Um, yeah. I just, you know, he, he he's scared to come off his line, and mm. I just think, a play, and don't get me wrong, I absolutely love him. You know, I, I'd have his babies if if I was asked to, but you know, I just think there's a point when, like you say, a player hits his ceiling, and I think mm. he has with Leicester. Great servant, but I just think to know because do the question that I would ask myself is do Mm. we want to lose Ward and do we want to lose Everson? Is he, if Mm. we do lose Ward, is Everson ready to step up to the number two? And yes, we Mm. haven't got Europe next season, so you know the goalkeepers are going to be playing less, but I just think Casper watching him last season, and don't get me wrong, he made some absolutely Mm. brilliant saves. You know, and, and he's got that in his locker. But I just think he's—he's
0: mm. he's come to the end of his road. I, uh, for me, I would—I—I'm I, a big critic of Casper in terms of yeah, not leaving the line, his distribution, all of that annoys the hell out of me. Mm. But he's probably one of the best shot stoppers in the Premier League. Um, and at the end of it, that's—you know—that's your main, your your main bread and butter business. Personally, I would keep him and promote Everson and sell Ward. As I said, Ward is unproven, but he has a value because of his performances for for Wales. Again, you know, top teams like to have two decent goalkeepers. From my understanding, Liverpool didn't fight to keep Ward. You know, they saw the colour and the money and thought, "Well, you know, that's yeah. a good price for a second a second string keeper," uh, and and they they let him go. So, for me, I think from what I've seen of Everson and and from what you read about Everson, I don't think we can afford to um, keep Everson and just send him on loan. He sounds like he's a very good goalkeeper. He won player of the season again at Preston. He needs to be playing as well. So, for me, you know, I I would let Ward go and and promote Everson personally.
1: I I do see... I do see what you mean. I mean, Ward is an international goalkeeper. Mm. Uh, I hadn't realised that he, that when he played for the team at the end of last season, that was his mm. first Premier League game for us. <laughs> exactly. um, but that's down to us. And that's down to the fact that we've mm. got Casper. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's been so good and he's been injury free. Mm. I just think, and I know goalkeepers go on longer than, than mm. outfield players, but I just feel that, his time is coming to an end. But, hey, we're all football no, fans, we all yeah. have different opinions. Um, mm. And uh, the thing we do both agree on, again, and we'll end on a positive note, is to, uh, to keep Everson at the club.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, everything you hear about him, everywhere he's gone, um, players, fans, management of all those clubs have said what a fantastic keeper he is. You know, he's bigger. He he looks like he can command it a little bit more, and I think I think his time has come to at least start getting on the bench regularly and uh, mm. and getting a run in the in the cup games. And as I say, yeah. if if money is an issue, you've got to look at what assets can you afford to let go um, and get some money in. You know, is it worth having a twelve to fourteen million pound player sitting on the bench not getting a kick week in week out?
1: Yeah. No, I agree totally. Craig, thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. And sharing your knowledge. And I'm sorry, ladies, we didn't get to see his white bits. I'm sure he's keeping <laughs> that for his wife. Um, I know your battery's about to go. Uh, yep. I, I won't say stay on, but I'd love to have a chat with you about what we talked yep. about earlier. But we can do that yep. another time when you're back. Yeah, I'll recharged. catch up soon. Yeah, yeah, no but, worries. Um, but there's a quiz on. There's a quiz on tonight, by the way. So um do tune in for that.
0: Yeah, um, so, uh,
1: Merseyside derby, is it? Yeah, Merseyside derby, Everton versus okay. Liverpool. In fact, is James still? If James is still in, I hope you he is yes. He's still in, Jay. Well, he was. Um yeah. Are you nervous yet, James? Nine o'clock. Oh, it's all on the it's line. It's more
0: of a. It's less of a Merseyside derby as a as a top versus bottom, isn't it? Really, these days. <laughs>
1: Well, I must admit, I was thinking Liverpool Tranmere <laughs> might be more of a Merseyside <laughs> <at> these days. <laughs> yeah. uh, don't don't talk about him. He's still here. <laughs> Greg, thank you very much, mate. Right, I will speak thanks. to you very very soon. Cheers, mate. No worries. All right, catch you soon. Cheers, yes. everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. And I knew that was going to happen. I'm going to be in one <laughs> one window or the next. Let me uh, let me change that back. I should have changed it at the same time. Or played a video. Here we go. There we go. So, uh, let's just go through a last few comments. Um, Connor, big fan of DACA. I think he will shine next season for Leicester. I think he will. I think he's you know, he's taken a season to settle in, and I think now that he um he will be looking to move on. Um, Connor, I know you're a West Ham fan, you'd be surprised if West Ham get uh Tillemans, but I would love it if we did. No disrespect, Connor, and I'm, a, I'm I'm a fan of West Ham and I go on to uh, um, Jake's channel, West Ham Reunited. I go on to uh, Forge from Iron and Rob. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of West Ham and I wish they'd have gone on and done a Leicester and maybe got in you know, a fourth or fifth this season. But I don't think if he got a move to West Ham, that it would be a huge improvement, to be honest with you, from Leicester. Uh, We both got to Euro semi-final this year. We only finished one place behind you, but we did have, I say, all the injuries. So, um, yeah, Uh, I don't think you'll get him, to be honest with you. Uh, Question for you both, but I've let him go. Sorry, Scott. Do you think Rogers, when he said about having a rebuild, he really meant his backroom staff or just wishful thinking? Uh, we did discuss that earlier scott and we just think that it, in a way it was a refresh not a rebuild the words are used that we believe are refresh and that could mean men- mentally refreshed because when we got everybody back and look at the team how it did at the end of the season we were putting four and five goals past each of the, uh, other teams and we know what the team when it was fully fit can do because it got us to fifth for two seasons running anyway I'm off. Um yes it yeah I'm sorry mate I've got to say it would be a bit of a a sideways move but you never know stranger things have happened in football. That's why we love and hate the game in equal numbers. Right thank you so much for tuning in guys um don't st- do stay with us uh, and call come back later I should say because we've got this coming up tonight if I can find it. Yeah, um, it's a home or away quiz tonight. Um, it's a interesting. It's, it's a strategic game uh, uh, show. Game show. To be honest with you, it's not just a case of answering questions. You've got to put a lot of thought. Do you go home? Do you go away? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Nine o'clock. Uh, we had a a bit of a practice one the other week when uh, Leicester played Burnley. That was the pilot show. It starts for real tonight. The first, the first game of the first round, and it is Liverpool, uh, Jamie, against the very own James, who has been in there. You've seen in the chat today, uh, is taking on, um, uh, taking on this gentleman, James Dunlop, a big Everton fan. um Malina said, "I'm still here. Hello, hello. How are you? Still here?" Um, anyway, <laughs> that's going up at nine o'clock. If you've been listening on, um, Podcast, thank you so much. As you can see there at the top on on, above mid-head, we are on all the main podcast platforms and a load that I haven't even heard of. Lester Till I Die, thank you so much for listening. This will be loaded up very straight after we've stopped going live. Um, We have got um, availability. We are on on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch now. Uh, You can find and watch us on Twitch. On Twitch, it's a bit different. It's L-T-I-D. TV because of how they allow their names to be. So on Twitch uh, and TikTok, L T I D TV. But on Twitch, you can actually watch us live. Uh, and of course, on YouTube. And if you haven't yet on YouTube, Lester Tell I Die TV, please give us a subscribe. It would really be, it doesn't matter what, club. we do, we do, as if Connor saw there, Luca's in, we do quizzes, we don't do everything Leicester, obviously a lot of the programmes are Leicester, but there's also a lot of general Premier League content as well, and like I say quizzes, and we have a debate show every Friday, which, and that debate show isn't always, well it hasn't been yet, we're up to number four this week, and we've not even discussed just Leicester, so the debate show nine o'clock on Fridays. Um, that's all about the Premier League this, this season, uh, this uh, this week. So thank you very much. Cheers, Luca. Uh, appreciate that, mate. Appreciate that. Um, stay safe. See you back at nine o'clock. And remember, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Thanks so much now. Take care. See you later. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.